The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Hey, you all. This show is free to you because of our enablers. Thank them by using their fine products and or services like we all do. PCLaptops.com. Dan provides us the juggernaut. It has been proclaimed the greatest laptop ever built by many computer professionals and me. The culmination of all PC laptop notebook computers, the most innovative, powerful, and adept laptop in their lineup. It's the juggernaut, bitch, and we record on this thing every week. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City. A comprehensive hold service is offered for you. It's called a poll in some other markets. And with your hold, you'll get a 10% discount off purchases over $20, and they will give you a free previews catalog with your hold. Trails Gentlemen's Club in Salt Lake. Thursday nights, all about the geeks. Cosplay, fantasy nights start at 8 p.m. with the girls dressing and then undressing as your favorite superheroines and fantasy babes. Trailsclub.com is your gateway. And welcome aboard our new sponsor, Atomic Arcade. Classic arcade games at classic prices. Donkey Kong, Asteroid, Centipede, you get the idea. Open late, seven days a week at 3939 Highland Drive in Salt Lake City. Thank them. And tell him Geek Show says, hey. Top, top, get this to the printer, he says. Arnold's 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 Arnold's. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. oh, of course. The rocket landed in the pie face man moon's eye. <laughs> what's the Wuckstree, Wuckstree, I have an update. I'm old, I can't remember Are you? anything. I got an erection. <laughs> if I'm going to see a movie, I'm going to need my lap blanket. Lee said he has a pretty good tolerance for porn. <laughs> the following that's... series has been canceled in progress. Geekshowpodcast.com And welcome to the basement. Yay! Yay! It's sticky in here. <laughs> it's stickier than usual. I don't know why. Jesus Christ. Shannon, bring the stick. I sure did, didn't I? It's all right. Everywhere he goes is sticky. God damn it. It's those damn kids. It is. It is the damn kids. The 7-Eleven is definitely back open. Trying to be all classy. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a classy move that you that you did this. This is nice. This is the 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 pe- is it a peach mimosa. Yeah, mm. very nice. Mm. And so he brought some uh, some sparkling wine to mix with it. <laughs> and I opened it, and it and shot it everywhere. Kind huh? of exploded. <laughs> Scott Pierce lost one of his nine lives. Yeah. <laughs> Down to <laughs> one. I, ki- I killed a five thousand dollar microphone. Well, it wasn't five thousand dollars. It's seven thousand, but. Yeah, oh, I could buy five of them with five thousand dollars. <laughs> is it really a thousand dollar mic? No, it's it's like six hundred. Oh, but Jesus don't, Christ! Don't, don't worry about it. I told you, don't oh, worry about it. So eight, no, eight, I I am betting that it is fine because it is it is a fine German product. First of all, yeah, and, <laughs> German. And uh, and I rushed it right up into a bowl of dry rice, yeah, which is I, what you're supposed to do. What yep. you're supposed now to I do. feel even more. Which like is, it. believe it or not, a plot point in the premiere of Elementary's CBS's new Sherlock Holmes show. This what? Fall. Some idiot cockhole ruined a microphone? <laughs> <laughs> no, some smart person put a piece of of electronics in a bag of dry rice. All right, because that's Jesus. what you do if, if your electronics get wet. Stick them in a uh, a, a bucket or a bag of rice. Right, yeah, rice. I heard that. The, the yeah. rice absorbs the water. And the guy who exploded the champagne all over, they killed. Oh. Uh, also, take the battery out. If the battery is removable, take it out before you put it yeah. in the rice. Mm-hmm. Ah. Or just mm-hmm. don't let me touch champagne in your house. <laughs> <laughs> I Done. once ran a television remote through the laundry, and it was fine once it dried out. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. What year all was right. that in? 
Was it was it the ones that it didn't was a really? TV remote? It was oh, the remotes so only had the, two buttons. I was going to say on and off. Was it the ones with the magnet clickery thing? That, <laughs> no, it's the one I, that had a cord on. I have one in the next room as a kitsch item. I yeah. can't reach that far. Could you hit him, please? <laughs> The back of it says property of Scott. (laughs) (laughs) I'll show it to you. He he got it with a label maker. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I like the label maker. I wish they would come back. All right. Let's introduce the panel. Over there, on that side of the table, married at the movies. It's uh, the big movie mouth off. The occasional Comcast cable TV sensation uh, you can see on, uh, boy, there's a lot of steps to get to it, but it's yeah. uh, it's the uh, Comcast On Demand, Utah On Demand. Salt Lake Alternative. Salt Lake Alternative. And there we are. Big there movie mouth are. off. Big movie mouth off. Uh, reviews you. are always current. Uh, check out their review for Airplane 2. Yes. Yeah. Right and their Pretty names good. are Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin. There they are. Yay. 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 <laughs> And at that end of the table, who apparently he has some homework for us coming up. We will oh. have homework. We'll, uh, There'll be a short ah, quiz later. Shit. We'll talk about that. He's got an assignment for us. Scott yep. Pierce, TV critic for the Salt Lake Tribune. Read his tweets. He can be bitchy. I am bitchy. <laughs> at Scott D. Pierce. And read my stuff at sltrib.com. Well, okay. Backing up. You don't care if you read it. Just click on it eight, ten times. I, there you go. I, I, yeah, exactly. Click, 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 click. Does that include the Twitter where you talk about how somebody makes a pass in a soccer game? match huh every Uh time there's a soccer match i see you update 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 and it's like and there's a pass oh oh you're talking about the like when i was watching the women's world cup yeah yeah (laughs) that was very exciting that's how i learned about the women's world cup yes how's it work reading your tweets yes exciting mr b is here how's gone how are the kids oh no it was the olympics uh (laughs) oh yeah that too how's the 7-eleven sorry 7-eleven I didn't know they sold champagne at 7-Eleven. He's back at the 7-Eleven. I'm back yeah. at the 7 Mr. B sells Big it out back of the 7-Eleven. Ah. 13th South, 5th East. Come visit me. <laughs> that's how classy you are as you sell champagne out of your car. Yeah, I did. It's, it's in the trunk. <laughs> it fell off. That's, that's why, why it exploded. It, it fell it's, off the truck. Yeah. It was shaken up. It fell off the, the truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it fell off the truck. Yeah. Hey, what are you going to do? Hey. Designated driver and producer of the Geek Show podcast, Too Tall Tony. Boo. I mean, uh, <laughs> that was really mean, Scott. Well, wow. you're making old jokes at me <laughs> like earlier. But you're old. Uh, well, that's why it's mean. If I wasn't old, then it wouldn't be mean. <laughs> well, according to some people, we're all old. Yeah, I want you to grow some hair on your balls, you young son of a bitch. Oh, what was his, what was I got his plenty name? of hair was down it Adam there. Blood? Who was it? Alex Blood. Alex, Alex Blood. Blood. We were yeah. going to dedicate today's show to him. Yeah. So we uh, we learned. Oh, we got oh. some more young. Yeah. Oh, but but by wait, the way, we got uh, a host. Yes. Oh, oh, well, it's yes. Mr. Carrie. Hey, Thanks. it's yo. It's Carrie Jackson, y'all. Yay! The bomb diggity. Bomb. Come on, yo. Let's get cray cray. Trying to sound young. Yeah, all of those well, things. Yeah, we we started learning words. So I think Carrie's show on X ninety six, Radio from Hell, is a tubular. I think it's tubular. That's good. That's that was, I'm sorry. Right? Is this 1987? Oh, okay. The young people don't say that now, Jim. Oh, they don't say it anymore? Uh, no. Totally. I, and shit. Totally. We and say as, radical as, now. And, and as one of the young people in the room, you have no excuse. Damn it. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think that the, the show is fly. F- fly? Pretty fly for a bunch of white guys. I, that seems 90s fly? to me. I, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's swell. Know. It's for shizzle? First, You're getting closer. That's wow. 2007. It's, okay. How, how about it's the bee's knees? Nito Keen. Oh, no. oh. Now we're back to the 50s. Yeah. Now you're back to the 50s. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Scott caught that one. <laughs> you guys are cray cray. I think it's fucking Boo! <laughs> <laughs> it's totes rad. Totes rad. Totes, totes my goats. Totes my goats. I see that on the Twitter. <laughs> That's totes. my ninja over you know what? there. Uh, I, I want to click ninja. like. You make me want to click like. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Let's, uh, let's get this going here. 
Where do I Bieber. begin? <laughs> Bieber. Bieberific. Where do I begin? Uh, well, well, let's let's keep the young people interested and talk Twilight for a second. Twilight. I'm gonna go upstairs. <laughs> okay, that's long enough. Yes, I'm bored now. Um, all right. Uh, no, we could uh, we could. Do, I can um, clearly tell you, however, though. Yes. If we're going to talk about the young people, yes. uh-huh. the ones who watch the MTV, uh-huh. they like the, the Teen, Teen Wolf, Wolf is way better than True Blood. Wow, that I is have, a, that's I've a bold like totally had it with True Blood. That's I'm a bold bored. statement. It's 58 plots, none of which I care about particularly. Well, that's why you fast forward through the plots. Annoying don't care about characters until you get to to Russell. Yeah. Oh, but I'm exactly. bored by Russell now. They have made Russell boring. Have they? No, he's out. I like, like, I like that he's dating. What's his face? There's, there's gonna, ugh. there's gonna be a war here. I'm so, I'm so far behind. Yeah, oh, yeah. it sucks. Right. Team Ruin Wolf everything. was good. Uh, they, uh, they went to New Orleans and had a buffet. It was uh, what? <laughs> it was a buffet. It was, I don't. It was, I don't it was see a night out back. for a vampire. And, and they walked into Treme, and Scott Pierce was bored again. Yeah. Oh Aww. my god, that would be the only thing that would make me watch Treme is if they were all killed by vampires. Gee, Willikers. Is that still on though? Treme. It's coming yeah, back. The, yeah, because yeah. you know the the eleven people who watched it demanded that it come. Me and, Shannon, me and Shannon, me and Shannon, and nine other people. I know. I heard that it was uh, canceled. Actually, or that this no. was the last season. Oh, I think it might be. I'm all right. No, David Simon said they already uh, started giving him money for season four. Really? On his blog. Well, let's let's talk. Because apparently HBO has money to burn. Here's something that the kids will be into: uh, the the uh, the Hunger Games, right? Uh-huh. Woohoo! Um, okay, Harry Potter. How many books? Seven? Seven. Seven. No. All of them. Six. All of them. Six? Six. All of them. No, there were all of them. There was no, seven. It's, it's seven. Was it seven? It, was it seven and, and eight, eight movies? Seven, seven yeah. books, eight movies. Right. Exactly. Seven books, eight All right, so seven books. Six seasons and a movie. <laughs> there, <laughs> is, there is a series of books, only three, right. that have now outsold, according to Amazon.com, outsold Harry Potter. Uh-huh. Not series? overall, not books. from the beginning. Let is that for this. real? Susan Collins' Hunger Games trilogy has now beaten Harry Potter series as Amazon's best-selling book series in both ebook and hard copy wow. sales. Really? Since yeah. the beginning of... Collins managed to do it in three books while it took Rowling seven installments to hit that record. Uh, as Amazon editorial director Sarah Nelson told Wall Street Journal, interestingly, this series is only three books versus Potter's seven, and to achieve this result in just four years is a great testament to both the popularity of the work and we think the growth of, uh, and then she pitches digital, read, read things digitally. So, so, I, I'm sorry, I, I missed that. So we're only talking about digital? No, both. No, 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 and hard copy, both. too. Digital and I find that really difficult. Paper. I mean, this is just Amazon, though, right? This right. is not just Amazon. This is not all booksellers. I don't know about books in the world. Because I was going to say, I find it impossible to believe that it could have passed. But isn't that Harry your Potter. number one bookseller? Yeah. Amazon sells a lot by of books. F- by far. Yeah, yeah. But, but if it's just Amazon, you're, you're leaving out every other seller, whether it's... It's Sam's Club and Walmart, or mm-hmm. or you know. No, uh, that's that's true. I'm yeah. not I'm not saying okay. it's it's a bigger seller than the Bible or anything. It's just Amazon. <laughs> but it is. But if it's reporting <laughs> on Amazon, it's. That, oh, I'm not. It's I'm not, weird though because I, I I've, I've yeah. only read like one and a half of the Hunger Games books, but I really think they're. I thought the first one was really well written because I read it in a day because United Airlines sucks. Okay. Ah. <laughs> but right. the um, huh. take that. But United it's weird Airlines. though because uh, I know. It just seems Potter fans are more crazy just because the uh, the, the films do much better. Because I mean, Hunger Games did well, I think. But four hundred million—that's that, that's as, that's as big or bigger than as most, the Potter movies. As then, except for the last couple of Harry Potter movies, hmm. actually. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Can, um, can I just say what classy yes. motherfuckers we are, by the way? Yeah. Drinking our mimosas out of 
Uh, Silly straws. Safari straws. McDonald's glasses with (laughs) with bendy straws. While listening to Bon Jovi. While listening to Bon Jovi. Woo! Yeah! Ah, well, aren't we classy motherfuckers? <laughs> Look right? at us! <laughs> Come on, ladies. Who that, wants that, to I get believe the pregnant? answer to that is yes, we aren't. <laughs> I think we're all pregnant right now. After that, I think so too. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see. Um, I've got a, I've got so much stuff. I don't know where to begin. Let's uh, just go for it, Carrie. You're so good at your job. Let's. Head let's first. Uh, we uh, have we did we all get to talk about uh, um, uh, Joss? And uh, Avengers 2. No. And his role in the Marvel movie universe now? No, I don't think no. so. No, we, we didn't get not. to do no. that. Uh, they have set a date for Avengers 2. <laughs> May 1st, May 1st 2015. Oh. So that means I have to live until May 2nd. <laughs> right. 2015. So I love away. that that's the same year that uh, Marty goes to in Back to the Future 2. And I'm like, oh, fuck, we're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? You are, sir. I'm not. How old are you? <laughs> Younger than you. I know that. How old are you? 30. Oh my god! I'm only 27. <laughs> I'm only 27. <laughs> Boo! That's still not young enough for Alex Blood. All right. <laughs> you need more tweens. Hey, you didn't read your thing. You got off the thing, Carrie. Why don't you guys like glitter on your vampires? Hey, guys. <laughs> so, uh, Joss Whedon. Did you get that off the teletype? <laughs> uh, has signed to do Avengers 2. Mm-hmm. Yay! Big Joss Whedon fan down there at the yes. end, Mr. Pierce. And uh, this is, uh, he is now actually the Marvel movie kind of uh-huh. demigod. The man behind the curtain. He, he made him a billion dollars. He should be. Yeah. Right? I uh, am so, I know I've said this before, but I am so happy that Mr. Cult Hit finally has a huge mainstream success. Yep. Yeah. So he has got a three year exclusive deal to the company ending uh-huh. in June 2015, right after the Avengers opens. As part of the deal, Whedon will write and direct Avengers 2. Uh, he will help develop a new live-action series for Marvel at ABC. What that will be. Is this the one that's based off that uh, discarded weapon? It, now, this, that's, no, that's, that, was from, that was a short film. That's a series oh, of short films shorts? that are yeah. going okay. to be uh, on uh, the put Aven- together. Yeah, and, and that one's on the Avengers DVD and yeah. Blu-ray. Oh, okay. uh, coming in September. I've already ordered mine. <laughs> so close. He will also, and this is the most important part, contribute creatively to the next phase of Marvel's cinematic universe. He was handed the Captain America script mm-hmm. and punched up the dialogue a bit. Sweet. Right? Which means he'll be doing that with all of the Marvel oh, Good. I wish to hear Mule and Quim at least a couple more yeah. times. Because I, I know that there are people who liked Thor more than I did, but I think how much more I would have liked Thor had... Joss punched up the script. There are those who like, and actually, you know, didn't Thor do better than Cap? Well, I'm not sli- movies, only, only, you know? only slightly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, close. I didn't, I didn't hate Thor, but I, I, I think enc- the script needed some punching up. Yeah, but. I encountered a lot of people though who who liked Thor better than Cap. Really? Yeah. I, I, I got a lot of yeah. emails saying, I don't know why you like Captain America so much. You See, I like it, yeah. yeah. So, You're old. Six, well, he's from the 40s, so you uh, must be old. Well, it's because we're old like him. Oh, yes, when, that's uh, it. When Steve Rogers calls Bucky a mealing quim in Winter Soldier, it's going to be really good. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, let's see. So that means that he will uh, uh, work on the script punch-ups for Iron Man 3, uh, Thor 2, Cap 2, and Guardians of the Galaxy, and possibly Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Because we do know now that it looks like Marvel is uh, is probably going to do an Ant-Man movie as well. I'm shocked that that Edgar footage Wright. still hasn't come out. In that you know what I want to happen in one of these movies more than anything on Earth? What? 
I want Buffy to be there. I was going to say a Buffy crossover. Uh, or, uh, well, even just have her walk, wander through the back and stake somebody. <laughs> Some big battle scene. This would be. This would make my life. Who publishes? I could die the, then at who, my advanced age. Who publishes the Buffy comics though? I am Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Yeah, the, so they'll never. None of the Avengers can take Thanos out. So Buffy comes with a stake. <laughs> <laughs> now, excellent. I've got. Uh, since we're on the subject of Marvel movies, I know people accuse us of talking about them a lot. But let's be real. This is what is happening now. I mean, this right. is this is like the. Uh, the headline What's happening in, now? The headline in all of Geek Universe is these Marvel movies. I mean, they're they're just huge. They're, oh, all, they're oh, wait. all so damn good. Oh, wait. And remind me. Worldwide, how much did Avengers do? Oh, God. It's uh, $1.5 billion. Third most wow. money-making movie ever. I just had a fun thought. What? What if uh, in Avengers 2, because it's all getting intergalactic, right? Mm-hmm. What if the Serenity flies by? <sighs> Wouldn't that be fun? That would be That'd cool. Be cool. Or they could do like in like like JJ did in Enterprise. Put uh, yeah, R two D R two D two next yeah. to the Enterprise and all of that crap in Star Trek. <laughs> my my son that. asked a question that I believe there is no answer for. Which is which is better, Avengers or Dark Knight? And I said you can't compare because mm-hmm. I think there's no answer. They're nope. really we, just we talked about that. Yeah, they're just such different movies. And I loved both. I loved them both yeah. too, but it's I, like you know, saying to me. I know Jeff and Shannon aren't crazy about Dark Knight. I am still. I still haven't seen it. No, no, we're not talking Rises. We're talking oh. the Joker. Oh, you're talking, you're talking right. Rises or no? The the, the Joker. Hmm. Oh, I can say Avengers flat yeah. out. Yeah, I think you're wrong, but. <laughs> well, I think you're wrong. <laughs> well, I didn't blow up the room. Fight, fight, fight! Oh, fight, come on, kids! Fight, come fight, on, kids! That was really mean. That was a low blow. Dick. <laughs> Kids, go to the classic Star Trek episode, Arena. <laughs> and you will enjoy that last musical reference. Yeah, it's oh, no, no, it wasn't Arena. It was uh, the, the uh, fight. I want to have sex with that Vulcan chick. Oh, uh, uh, a muck time. Muck time, thank you. But uh, it's but, also but in it, other episodes. Yeah, and, and I actually think it is. In, yeah, I think it's in Arena. Uh, it's in Arena, too. Yeah. Yeah. traditional fight music? All right. Because that's where the might have been fight creek. Was it in the Killer Cornucopia one? Uh, the uh, the wheel of Landrew. Never mind. The wheel. The planet killer. <laughs> yeah. Planet the, killer. The, the rolled up newspaper. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Yes. I have the plot synopsis. <gasps> oh, oh boy! Oh boy! All right. Not a lot known about it really, but uh, here's here's what we have. Get my stretchy pants this on. This was uh, let's see. This was uh, leaked. Uh, there's one character that we're interested in seeing. It says here. I, I can't remember where I found this now on the web. A U.S. pilot who ends up in space in the middle of a universal conflict. That's Star-Lord. Star-Lord, yeah. Peter Peter Quill. And and goes on the run with futuristic ex-cons who have something everyone wants. What? Charisma? (laughs) They they probably have either the Uh, Infinity Gauntlet or one of the Infinity Gems. One of the Gems, yeah. The giant... Never mind. Now, see, you guys landed on who I think that person is. I've seen a lot of geek sites speculating... Pretty crazy shit. Well, that's his story. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that's, that's how that's story. how that's how Peter Quill became. I saw one Star Lord. I saw one geek site say it was going to be Vance Astro. I saw one geek site say I'll bet it's Ms. Marvel. Carol no, Danvers. It's fucking Can I just Star-Lord. well, if you watch yeah. Black Dynamite, it's O.J. Simpson. Can wait, you wait, just wait. clarify for me? <laughs> uh, you saw geek site sites speculating crazy shit. I know. Oh my god, that's I'm called the internet. Doesn't uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to point out how much better we are than them. There you go. Because <laughs> uh, we actually read the materials because yeah. of our maturity. Hang on, that though. Too. 
And Doesn't Adam nurses. Warlock have one of the Infinity Gems in his forehead? Yeah, Adam, it's the Soul Gem. Adam Warlock is uh, so maybe is, so maybe it's him. He is a member of, and he's a member of the of, of, Guardians. The, of the of the Guardians of the Galaxy. But but, 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 but he was never a pilot. He's an artificial yeah. creation. Yeah. yeah oh oh. So they're saying. Yeah, come on, Tony. They're saying it's the pilot, and he's the one that's going to have the thing. <laughs> No, no, no. He's it's the XCOM. Tony's a DC. You'll have to forgive him. I've read some Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I know okay. my raccoon. You guys are a bunch of jerks. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are jerks. There's a giant tree, right? Yeah. Groot. Why does he talk? That's weird. That's dumb. Trees right. don't talk. Because he's Groot, man. So right. there's there's your uh, plot synopsis for Guardians it, of the Galaxy. It's Peter Quill. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah, it's got to be. For fuck's uh, sake. But by the way, the last Stupid. I read was was that it was still in the rewrite phase. There was an initial script, and now there's a new script, Dr. And I'll bet, the... I'll bet Joss is going to be handed that mm-hmm. pretty soon. He should, he should write all of the dialogue for Rocket I, I just hope Samuel L. Jackson leaks the script again, so we can all read that. Although, although, <laughs> uh, although again, uh, on the rewrite front, I don't think he will need to do anything to Iron Man 3. Because it's being written by Shane Black, who wrote Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and, and therefore it will be perfect. It, and it's, well, it'll be perfect. Think it's happening it. now. It's being stalled a bit, though, because of an accident. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. An accident. What happened? Robert oh. Downey Jr. <laughs> dropped his alcohol bottle and stepped on it, and now his foot's hurt. RDJ uh, twisted his ankle. Yeah, hurt his ankle. Oh. Hurt his ankle. So I like my version better. I do, too. So get one of those boots on him and just spray paint it red. And so, yeah, so he's recovering. He's recovering. This is like, this is like uh, the good wife. Yeah, they tried to kill Kristen. They tried to kill Kristen Chenoweth, and now she had to drop out because they dropped stuff on her. Yeah, well, and 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 in the meantime, Terrence Howard's like going, "I could stand in for Robert Downey Jr." Now, now I've got. uh, I don't know how believable this is, but I've got someone who said they saw the first Iron Man three trailer that's being put together, and they have synopses of it. If you'd like to, I mean, it's probably pure speculation. I wish to hear. But do you want to hear? I want to hear. I want to hear. Opens with a voiceover. Wait, I don't want to hear. Okay. <laughs> no, Take off your head. Just don't go ahead and do it. Take off your headphones <laughs> then and plug your ears. Oh, that was close. Opens with a voiceover of Tony Stark talking about how the events of New York, Avengers, uh-huh. changed him and how he's just not into it anymore. First seen as Iron Man without, uh, with battle damage, laying down amid rubble and taking off his face plate to show a bleeding Stark. Scenes of him arguing with Pepper Potts in the armor. No! Cool shots of alternative Iron Man suits, including the red, white, and blue. Yeah. Press conferences. Tony looking solemn. Tony talking with someone who looks like a psychiatrist. A short shot of Don Cheadle in military uniform. No war machine in the preview. War machine! What does a psychiatrist look like? I I would love it if they if it was Samson yes if it was Doc Samson or if it, I, I especially think if it was what's his face from Modern Family Tyrell I would like it again. if it was Sigmund what? Freud did you not did you not know that Mm-mm. that uh, uh, Tyrell in uh, in in the Hulk yeah in it, yeah the, the Incredible the, Hulk the, the doctor that Betty yes. was dating yes oh is Doctor Leonard Samson yep. okay turns into Doc Samson y'all who who then later Gets figures gamma. out how to do the gamma radiation right and not Hulk out. Oh wow! So he's like, yeah, strong, I don't know that character. Strong and has green hair. That's Ty Burrell for Modern Family. Bring him back. Seriously, I would love it if he was. I love and Ty can, psychiatrist. And can you imagine him reading Shane Black dialogue? Hmm. Well, they didn't say in this speculation, so maybe it's not. It would just um, connect it that much more. Short shot of Don Cheadle military for We then get a voiceover from Ben Kingsley, talking about how there are no heroes. Yeah. And how he will teach everyone, especially Stark, a lesson. <laughs> they, they did that voiceover in the uh, footage at Comic Con. 
this is over scenes of the alternative suits getting blown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <gasps> so you've seen... I've seen some of that, yeah. So some of this you can you can vouch for. Yeah, okay. for sure. Wait a minute. I don't understand the Ben Kingsley part. He's, he's the villain. He's the... The uh, Mandarin. Mandarin, yeah. Oh, okay. And it, he's doing something with his voice. That's what's weird about it. Like, he's changed his voice. Like, well, is he, it, it doesn't sound like Ben Kingsley. Is he pretending to be Asian? <laughs> Superman. Superman. Iron Man. <laughs> I'm in a Marvel movie. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> I will show you. Oh, come here, Tony Stark. Mr. Stark. <laughs> what are they from the Lower East Side of Asia? Yes. Iron Man. Hello. <laughs> uh, this is over scenes of the suits being blown up, Stark going into surgery, and a fleet of helicopters. You did see this. Launching missiles. They, uh-huh. they, uh, which blow up Stark's house. Blow up his fucking house into the ocean. Into the ocean. What? It says the CGI looked nearly finished, sending Stark and Pepper into the sea below. Then a close-up of Kingsley with no helmets in the Mandarin armor. Yep. And I think he's sitting in a chair. like You saw all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Superman. 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 And I think we talked about this before because one of my favorite parts, and you talk about uh, Shane Black's dialogue, was Mm -hmm. it's Tony talking to um, John Favreau. I can't, I can't remember his name. Happy Hogan. Happy Hogan. Yes. yes. And, he, and Happy saying that, you know, you know how embarrassing it is that I'm Iron Man's bodyguard. And he goes, and my grandmother was in New York and saw a space centipede come out of the sky and she jumped out of a two-story window. <laughs> like, it's really good. Oh, funny. So. All right. Excited. Um, I've got some, uh, uh, do, do we want to talk about Daredevil? Has that yes. gone down yet? It's, uh, it's, well, it's, it's about ready to switch yeah. over. I mean, by the time you hear this, it may have happened, if yeah. it's going to happen. Did you guys see the, the sizzle reel? So yeah. here's, here's, here's what's going on, Mr. Pierce. I can tell you're, you're not sure what we're talking about. What? Um, <laughs> ben Affleck? <laughs> Close. Ben Affleck? Uh, as you know, Marvel, uh, back in the 90s, sold the rights to a lot of characters to different movie companies. Right. This is before they were to making their own right. movies. Several dumbasses. Yeah. <laughs> so, for example, the uh, the X Men and the mutant universe belong to Fox. Fox. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider Sony. belongs to Fox or Sony. Yeah. Spider Man belongs to Sony. Sony. Man Thing belongs to Full Moon Entertainment. <laughs> uh, Lionsgate actually. Lionsgate. I heard <laughs> Avengers. Uh, Vivid has I- Avengers. Is what I heard. Oh shit. <laughs> so Daredevil was uh, sold to Fox, Fox. To Fox. That's when we got our Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. Well, in order to keep the rights to a character, you have, have to, to have right. Action going on them, you know, some sort yes. of something project in, in development. Which project to in me development is the worst idea ever. It is a terrible idea because it, you because can, it, inf- it it encourages things like the Fantastic Four movie, it, yeah, or yes. Ghost Rider. Like Explain two. that. Explain that again to so, those who don't know. Yeah, uh, for, for example, that's why we got the Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie in the first place. <laughs> was the only reason. Yeah, he wanted to keep the rights to it. Yeah, so he threw together this shitty little movie. To keep the rights. But yeah. you know what? He, he had no and intention of releasing it. Ever. I'll, release, give, so. I'll give Corman some credit, though. At least he didn't fucking release the movie. Because these exactly. companies are still doing the same thing, but they're still releasing them. Exactly. Now, so so the rights are maybe sometime as you're hearing this. Uh, uh, about, I heard it was, uh, about to expire. I think it's late September, early October. I heard it was October 10th. Oh, okay. Release the crappin'. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, um... <laughs> And, and Fox still does not have an active Daredevil movie project in development, although there, at, at different times there were uh, David Slade, who did 30 Days of Night, mm-hmm. and, and one of the Twilight movies, and Hard Candy, had a project that he wanted to do with Ryan Gosling. He was going to do the uh, Frank Miller, David Mazzucchelli, Daredevil Born Again storyline. Yeah. Slade walked away because Fox just kept going, well, what, I don't know. And I what happened with, was it Joe 
Carnahan? Joe Carnahan, who mm-hmm. did uh, Smoke and Aces and, yeah. and, and Wolf Punch. Uh, yeah, yeah. he wanted to do like a... Well, a, a 70s, 70s set, version. Yeah. And, and he put together some, what is called a, a sizzle, sizzle reel, reel, which is, it's just put together out of whatever you can find. Uh, existing footage. And it conveys to the studio yeah. and the people with the money, here's the image, here's what I would like to do with it, here's the feel of the film. It, here's, and, and, and can if, you keep the rights if you, the character just shows up briefly in something else? I That's what they do with the X-Men. Uh, no, I think you have to make an X-Men movie. I no, think no, you no. have to have a project. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And also, and then, and then the date. I think the rule is too that you have to be rolling. Yeah, by, and you have by to the, be by the drop down. That's date. the yeah. other thing. You but have to be rolling by the drop isn't down. Isn't it yeah. how, why they just throw in every mutant they possibly can? Like in oh yeah, in X Men Three, right? That's why there was like five million mutants in it, so they could keep owning. Because we need characters. to keep multiple man. Yeah, is that why you needed him? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. anyway, the director of uh, the Gray Wolf Punch, yep. as we like to call it, that's uh, Joe Carnahan. Put together a couple of sizzle reels, and they're available online if you look uh, for on, it. On, on YouTube. You can actually look yeah. it up, or there are several websites that have it. Uh, it's and there are a couple of them. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a PG-13 version. There's a supposed NC-17 version that's which, a lot a lot bloodier. Which I saw, mm-hmm. which yeah. is the one I watched. Uh, it's made up of parts of martial arts films, uh, the Ben Affleck Daredevil, comics panels, and animation. Oh, really? And uh, and scenes from different movies, too. And it's got yeah. the, the, the song one, Pusher Man. And it's got the song Pusher Man. And, and the, some of the footage I saw was the curbing from American History X. Yeah. yeah. In there too. Um, so he wants to do a period piece. He wants to 70s. do it in, in the 70s, 70s like 73. Oh, that would be really so cool. cool. And he wants to keep Daredevil gritty. Now, here's the yeah. thing, though. Even if the right switch, Who Mar- says Marvel could do this. Yeah. But that's that's just it. I remember 1973, and it was a horrible time. We don't need a movie made in that time. <laughs> and it would be... Nixon was still president, for God's sake. And it would be New York City in 73. Oh, they God. Before they cleaned up uh, Times Square. Ugh. That was a, a... Why is there nostalgia for the 70s? The 70s no sucked. You know, the, the Times Square was still dirty in the 90s. Yeah. yeah, but not like it was. Not, not as bad. Not like in the seventies. There was no Disney. Stores. I've got, <laughs> I've got photos of Times Square in the in the nineties. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll show I you loved someday. It. But that's the thing is that yes, if the if the rights go back to Marvel, Marvel, I don't think they're they, they're going to want to make PG thirteen. They're going to want to make R-rated. a happy go lucky. I don't know. I really think so. I mean, because I mean, Disney owned Miramax, and I just think there are some characters that. I mean, if they could get Miramax to, to do it, that would be awesome. But I just think there are some characters that don't deserve that happy-go-lucky Marvel treatment. And Daredevil and is not is one, one of them. them. I mean, I know DD currently right now is uh, getting the, the, the Mark Wade run. a lot of praise uh, from P- uh, Wards. Uh, it's winning, and it's the happy-go-lucky Daredevil. But I don't, I, I don't like it. I miss either. my depressed Daredevil. I do. I the way I see it for real is is I see them like you know Hulk. Iron Man, Thor, and Cap—they're keeping that in that one universe. But I think the other characters, they'll they'll have some fun with. I don't think they're going to keep it all to PG thirteen. I don't uh, know. Well, I, I, and you say that, but you forget that when Disney owned Miramax outright and the Weinstein's were in charge of Miramax, Disney kept screwing with them repeatedly because they'd get objections from the religious right mm-hmm. on films like Priest. Yeah. See, I want to see I want to see a Serpico <sighs> a Serpico style Daredevil in the seventies. That's what I want to see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's something else that uh, Marvel just got back. They just that got guy who hates us does not know who Serpico is. It's I know Al Pacino. Yeah, Al Pacino. I know. Uh, yeah, who? sorry, Mister. Oh, we're old again. Alex, Alex Blood. Yeah, look it up. Uh, they just got uh, Blade back from New Line. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, did they? Marvel did, yeah. Nice. Cool. They just got that back. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do a take on Blade. Terrence Howard. We we were talking about this before, and the main reason that I want all these properties to go back to Marvel is because when Marvel owns them, there's no more deadline. There's no more timeline that you have to follow. Well, You you develop a project till it's ready to come out and then release it. Or you just never develop a project. If it's not ready, yeah. No, 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 no. There are some that probably will never get done. Mm. Maybe. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's take a break, and uh, I do have some Wolverine stuff, and then we'll move on Wolverine. from the Marvel uh, movie stuff. Arc. I got a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, oh well, uh, Wolverine and X Men stuff. Sorry. Then we'll move on ah! to some other stuff, and Lee George Cade will join ah, us. Bye. Yay! Yay! First, the bottle exploded. Now this. All right. After, After these messages, we'll be right back. Explosion. Hey there, digital comics fans. You say you just can't make it to the store every Wednesday. You prefer buying digital instead of hard copies. You wish you could help out our brick-and-mortar friends at Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection. Well, a harmonic convergence is happening now. You can buy your digital comics through the Dr. Bolt's website, and everybody wins. You get your comics on your magic device, and Dave and the boys at Dr. Bolt's get to wet their beak. Have a taste. Get some love. You know we here at Geek Show Podcast love them. They are the friendly comic book store in town after all. Hey, I'll miss seeing you there every Wednesday at 2043 East, 3300 South. But this way, they get the love. Between the DC New 52 and the Avengers vs. X-Men, it's never been a better time to be a comic book fan. Walking Dead Comics, all your indie stuff, they're all at drvolts.com. That's drvolts.com. Or if you forget, there's a link on geekshowpodcast.com. Just be sure to tell them Geek Show says Excelsior. The Atomic Arcade. I love this place. 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday. Downstairs from Cruiser's Bar, across the street from a bar named Sue. Great place to wake up your reflexes before you go home or get a few games in, blow off some steam on your work or your lunch break. Classic arcade games for play at classic prices. Free admission, that's the best part, and no hassle with those tickets. You got your Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Asteroid, Centipede, Defender, Berserk, Star Castle, you get the idea. It's a great escape from the nagging girl or boyfriend, spouse, or kids. Or You're not going to feel weird playing around a bunch of little kids, you know what I'm saying? Perfect for date night or hanging out with the geeks night. You just walk across the parking lot. You got soap, cupcake, Nielsen's frozen yogurt, all that stuff happening there. There is a repairman and video game expert on site every day, so all games should work correctly the first time. They are open seven days a week. That's good. And open late, even better. All games are only 25 to 50 cents, so check them out on Facebook, the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive is their address. Tell them Geek Show says, hey. Trails Gentlemen's Club in Salt Lake City, 921 South, 300 West. Legendary, I say, because, well, they've been voted uh, Utah's best for 10 years in a row now. But now, legendary because of Thursday nights. Every Thursday night, every geek boy or girl, I guess, a fantasy come true. See before your very eyes, she's taking it all off for you. Your favorite superheroine or fantasy figure at Trails Club. Geek Show frequents Trails for a reason. Amazing women. And you can see them at TrailsClub.com, but now they are in cosplay on Thursday nights. The most beautiful ladies. Check them out at TrailsClub.com. And don't forget, their 9-ounce top sirloin steak dinner. $5 every night until 9pm. Saturday is Naughty Couples Night. The couple that goes to the strip club together stays together is what I think all doctors say. Every Sunday at 2pm they have their free Texas Hold'em Tournament giving away $400 in cash every week. That is Trails Gentlemen's Club, 921 South, 300 West. Go in there on Thursday night and tell the girls, Geek Show says hey. Hey, this is Mavic Computer Girl from PC Laptop. 
It's back to school time and everybody needs a good computer for school, work, and home. I want you to ask yourself some questions about your computer. Is your computer running crappy? Does it sound like there's little demons running around inside? Does it smell like burnt almonds? Do you wonder if you have viruses or spyware? Or are you just wondering? Did you know at PC Laptops we can fix any brand of desktop or laptop PC? Because we really do love you so much, just bring in your laptop or desktop computer, no matter what brand it is. I will scan it for viruses, spyware, and give you a system valuation for free. Yep, free! No charge, no obligation. Free, free, free! Right now. Call us at 1-877-596-SAVE. That's 1-877-596-SAVE. Or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, we love you! How do you feel about corporal punishment? <laughs> Feels good. I think I, he was in a Judge Dredd comic, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. I think punishment. so, actually. It was an S&M comic, as I recall. Yeah. I can't. Good. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Shannon's drinking out of a uh, out of a monkey. Out of a monkey head. My straw has a monkey on it. Hey, Lee, look. Yeah. Gorilla, <laughs> You guys suck. I show up, and you're all drinking fancy drinks out of fancy straws, and I'm yes. over here drinking PBR. Well, I can get you a fancy straw for it. It's all right. You want a fancy straw? It's I'll all right. It. I'm going to sit here and drink PBR and catch up. You could you could make a beer mosa. Half an hour of beer mosa. Beer mosa. It's called a man mosa. God, what is the man mosa? To? Look at Jimmy's straw. He's come no. out of the closet. Lee George He's K., a ladies Republican. and gentlemen. Yay! <laughs> Yay. Straight from the restaurant. Uh, left, the, left the family crying on the porch. This is where you pimp. Plug it. Plug it. Oh, the yeah. Restaurant. 779 <laughs> South 500 East. <laughs> What, what, what's, the na- what's the name of that restaurant uh, again? Fresh, Compassionate Eatery. And no, that doesn't mean we feed the homeless. No. I've had uh, that question asked twice this week. The sign oh. says, well, yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah, I realize you're hungry. I gave it the shelter. So That's right. I sound like a dick, but... Mm. I can't help it, because that is dick. who I am. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what the... Isn't it nice to be Jesus welcomed? Christ. Can you feel You don't need to call me Jesus Christ. Love Just so you know, Lee. Tonight. Scott's on his period. Oh, Scott's really? got his... <laughs> Pantaloons in a well, knit well, in a twist. Doesn't well, he? that guy at the other end of the table set it off when he started. <laughs> that guy me, that you never remember. Call me name. old, huh? Boo! That's a Scott answer. That an excellent, ah, yeah. ah, excellent sh- comeback. Sh- by shake the way. your walker at him, Scott. All right, <laughs> you damn kids. Uh, let's see. We got. Uh, I got some Wolverine uh, movie news and X Men uh, movie news. Wolverine. Wolverine. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Svetlana Kochenkova. It's sweaty. It's, it's short for sweaty cooch. That doesn't Whoa. sound like Japanese at all. That's what they call her in Russia. Yeah, I, uh, I can translate a little Cyrillic, and I believe he's correct. Yeah, I think so. Sweaty, sweaty cooch a lot. Uh, she was uh, in the uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy with mm. the Tom Hardy. She played the Tinker. <laughs> I call that movie Tinker Tailor's. <laughs> <laughs> She uh, she was Tom Hardy's girlfriend. Yeah, in that she is now going to play the Viper. Could yes, she, could she? Because Jessica, Be- Jessica Biel dropped Jessica out. Jessica Biel dropped out. Her ass wouldn't fit in those. Suddenly pants. occurred to Jessica Biel that she can't act. Can uh, can can you tell us the character, the Viper? Uh, yeah. Uh, the the character at one time led uh the forces of Hydra. That's right. She got- she she got green hair. She's a She's a baddie. And she's hot. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Tony has called up a picture of her. Yeah, Made it, by it, Dodge. It, and at one point, the character had a scar on her face, so her, 
her hair covered half of her face. Uh, it is, uh, yeah, she says here she is sometimes Wolverine's love interest, sometimes a villain, and sometimes both. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that go. the chick planner? There's a picture of her next to Viper right next there. Next to a picture of Viper. Uh, it's made you a Google uh, image. This will get you. Yeah. So uh, there you go. And uh, this is the this is the plot synopsis based on the celebrated comic book arc. The Wolverine finds Logan, the Eternal Warrior and Outsider. Logan J. Thompson, Shannon's in, roommate in Japan. There are samurai steel with uh, see. Their samurai steel will clash with adamantium claws as Logan confronts a mysterious figure from his past in an epic battle that will leave him forever changed. And in addition to Viper, one of the villains is supposed to be Silver Samurai Silver too. Silver Samurai, and they're they're casting Japanese actors to yes. play Japanese people. What? They're this, not going to hire uh, what's the name, Jake Gyllenhaal, or no. or a British guy? Damn I know, weird. Huh? Or Ben Kingsley? Isn't the Wolverine? Didn't he turn out to be like Canadian? He is uh, Canadian. Yeah, so Canadian. You just can't take him seriously. Yeah. <laughs> my, my son told me that Canada was a third world country, and I said, they are not. And he says, well, they win Olympic medals like they're a third world country. Oh. Oh, and, and, oh. and they think that ham is bacon. They Actually, do. Yeah. Actually, uh, Tony found a better picture. Google Ooh, Images Oh, wow. Being hey, nice today. Let me borrow that real fast. Oh, oh, hey, Jimmy, I'll hey, be in the bunk. Oh, God, you guys. Now my pants are I like naked ladies. Don't get anything on that. Oh, too late. Do you really uh, like Naked Ladies? Name of the episode, Likes Naked Ladies. Oh, you'll never see that again. She looks hungry. um, I like your boobies. I I just have one question about that picture. What does the internet think of that? Her boobs are too small, aren't they, Internet? Yeah. Her eyes are too close Uh, together. uh, She's got a fake nose. I don't like it. She's got a mole in her cheek. She has a nose? Uh, Her hair's not green. No. I didn't even notice that she had a face. Uh, Now, uh, the director, uh, Joseph Mangold? James Mangold. James Mangold, thank you. uh, Has been tweeting. Oh. Has been tweeting from the set. Oh, my bum bum. Oh, more? Look at her ass. Yeah. I think we've made an excellent choice. Man, it looks like she farted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Internet, you're it, so grumpy. That's what everyone's ass looks like, though. Uh, everyone's ass looks like it just farted? Yep. <laughs> he's been uh, tweeting from the set, uh, talking about stuff that's going on. Shouldn't he be making the movie? Yeah. No. He, I, he's or maybe as an assistant tweeting. Yeah. I, you, know, you wonder how many... Yeah. I need an assistant to tweet for me. Because when I directed my movie, that's all I did. Can that's that be my new job? To tweet for me? Yeah. I'd love that. Ooh. Would you take over my Twitter one day? Oh, that would be fun. All right. That'd be dangerous. So here's uh, here's two tweets that he sent out in rapid succession. Movies I'm thinking about as I make The Wolverine. Oh, I saw this last night. I e- did not. Clint Eastwood in Josie Wales. Oh, that's going. The Outlaw Josie Wales. Powell's Black Narcissus. Uh, sus. I don't know that one. Narcissus. It's good. Hitchcock's Dark. Rear Window. Nice. Marnie. Also Hitchcock. Okay, yeah. Vertigo. So he's basically doing Hitchcock. Then the second tweet follows. Hitchcock with Wolverine. The second tweet. Ozu's Floating Weeds. Ooh. Help yes. me. J- Japanese filmmaker. Yeah. Okay. Kurosawa's High and Low. <laughs> uh, which, which is a great film noir, by the way, based okay. on an Ed McBain novel. Pretty much all of Kurosawa. Polanski's Chinatown. Wow. Shit. Chadmilister. Everything by Wong Kar Wai and Chris Doyle. Yeah, that, uh, that's a filmmaker and a cinematographer. Hand Jimmy a rag. Don't you say the raid. Luke Besson's oh. The Professional. Yeah! 
clean up on aisle Jimmy. <sighs> I don't... I clicked like. You really want to set the bar this high? And do you really want to be Alfred Hitchcock these days? Oh, yeah. He's got two uh, projects. No, but you. That are him. But yeah, I mean, you know, I just saw Tippi Hedren a couple weeks ago talking about what a total piece of shit Hitchcock was. Hitchcock was, was yeah. Really? Well, yeah. Not, he's not trying to be Hitchcock. That's during a period. Films of, are trying to. During a period of time when it was okay to be a piece of shit. No, though. not the way. No, no, no. Why? No. What do you well, do? tell me a story of yeah, Tippi. Tell me. Yeah, what's the Tippi, deal? Tippi, he. he because was, they're making two... He was the ultimate dirty old man. HBO is making a movie about yeah, their yeah. experience. They've got uh, two great actors. Pl- uh, well, they got Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins yeah. playing him. And then, oh, I can't remember is who it is. Is it Toby Jones? Or who is it that's playing him in the it's, other uh, one? It's Dr. Uh, the robot face head. Ar- Arnim Zola. It's Arnim to- Zola. Toby Jones. Toby Jones is playing uh, Hitchcock in another project. I think he's doing the HBO one. Yeah. yeah I mean, what did he do to Tippy? Yeah, what did he do? Is he, he trying to give, him, give her his Tippy? Show, yeah. us, show yeah. us where the bad director touched you. Yeah, essentially, yeah. I mean, mm. and, and she maintains that she was not alone; that he had a habit of this sort of thing, and mm. there are other in the people. 60s? But but like beyond anything, you this isn't just like casting couch. This is mauling people in cars and hitch is a rapist having, having to yeah. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Well, or an attempted rapist at least. Well. I'm, I'm going to be the devil's advocate. Okay, okay, like, okay he's Your not Honor, trying to be Hitchcock in his personal life. I know that. Just like this Roman is a way Polanski. for me. This I believe Roman Polanski way for me to drop Tippy Hedren's name. No. Shut up. I think I think Roman Polanski is a one hundred percent rapist. Yes, <laughs> right. But as a director, he's great. Oh. I still think he needs to go to jail. Oh, but. internet, Google. No, they just talk about things. They're too old. They're too old. Google, They're Google, Tippy Hedren. Internet. <laughs> she was in the birds. She was. Wow, she looked great in the birds. Mm, didn't she? All right. Uh, so we got that. Uh, Brian Singer. Talking about the uh, X Men First Class sequel. Mm-hmm. It's Brian Singer. <laughs> the internet likes Brian Singer. I you thought do? you hated Brian Singer. Well, oh, the internet hates Brian. Floating Singer. Space Jesus Superman. It's it's Mister B bunch. that likes Brian Singer. Uh, he, Actually, I kind of don't. He kind of fucked up Superman. A he lot. did kind of. Oh. He was asking about the progress Lovingly. of the uh, X-Men First Class follow-up. He revealed they're working on the script, starting to shoot in a few months. He described the film as very ambitious. <laughs> uh, we have robots. He said uh, it's based on the Days of Future Past story. Oh, fuck. It yeah. deals with aspects of the comic. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that uh, reaction it, was. Is that a good reaction it, or that's a bad a good reaction? It's a good reaction. Uh, uh, Days of Future Past was an uncanny X-Men storyline in... It was it was like, really like ballsy because good. it was yeah. the first time they showed the future if the if the mutant registration act went through mm-hmm. and, and, and was and, it Wolverine? Now, who got flung into the future? Was it Kitty Pride? Kitty, Kitty Pride. Yeah. Kitty yes. Pride gets flung into the future In, and, into a resistance. Yeah, into a resistance camp, and Wolverine's like there helping her an, survive. An, but an older Wolverine who gets all his flesh roasted so, off his off his bones by a sentinel. Yeah. Do we think that Hugh Jackman's going to be in this? I, I mean, he made his quick. Well, this is the best one of my favorite. This is the best way they the could movie. actually have some of the actors from the original X Men trilogy in with some of the new cast. Well, he he says it deals with aspects of that comic, mm-hmm. but also some very new things. I don't mm-hmm. want to give any away. Matthew Vaughn will be directing. I'm totally excited about it. Uh, you guys explained the the, the stories uh, perfectly. He says uh, I think there's a strong desire to broaden out the universe. Uh, the X Men universe is every bit on its own as big as the Marvel Universe, you know, referring to the Avengers movies, mm-hmm. I think it's time to reach out and explore it. 
and perhaps even bring some connectivity between the films. But if there if there was the opportunity to put uh, the two Magnetos together on screen, right. I, w- I would lose my freaking yeah. mind. The, the, oh, the, yeah, yeah the, the the Michael Fassbender and yeah. and, and the older and Wolverine McCallan. played by Ian McKellen, and, and and the idea from Ian McKellen, yeah, uh, I love him. The, the idea from the storyline story <laughs> was that in current day, the mm. Brotherhood of Evil Mutants was trying to assassinate a politician. Right. Kitty Pride got knocked out and either imagined or was transported into the future right. but by that's the conk on where, the head. Where most, most of the stuff that ended up carrying over later with the uh, this dystopian future storyline that exists in the entire X-Men series mm-hmm. started with Days of Future Past, which is just this iconic... Chris, Chris Claremont, John Byrne. Is yeah. she hit by like a window frame during a tornado? No, she actually uh, uh, she steps out of the you shower. Were there? At the end. <laughs> you were there. Yeah. I, I, I think it was something that Avalanche did that knocked her on the head. Yeah, and he she doesn't. The and she didn't in the comic. She didn't physically travel. Just like her mind traveled into her future self or some yes. shit. Oh. As as she did. That's right. Because she was trying to explain to people, I'm uh, I I may look like me from now, but I am me from the past. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and there, as she do. It, and there is an older Magneto in the future. Mm-hmm. And that would that would just kick one nine uh, sorts ass. I'm one from 1978, and I can't believe any of this. <laughs> one person got Scott's reference, and that was Steve Rogers. <laughs> I got that. I got that. Uh, I got that one. <laughs> uh, while we're on, uh, well, somebody brought up Michael Fassbender. He is a fan. I like. Him. He's uh, got a big dick. Oh, it sways in the wind. Really. Yeah, it's in. Um, I don't want to see. I don't want to. <laughs> you got kind of excited for a second. Really? No, I. I don't. You know, Curry I don't. Doesn't, he's scared of ding dong. I don't want to see. Is it bigger than you and McGregor's? It's about, it looks like a baby's arm. Because you and McGregor. How do you know this? No, it was in a shame. Shame. Yeah. Uh, Nancy in, Seventeen. There's film. there's a there's a great Japanese movie called The Pillow Book where you and McGregor uh, steps out of a bathtub holding onto a woman and his dick actually hits the tub on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, actually, Lee is not making that up. I'm not. It's just it's like it's like this it's like this tree branch just clunk. Well, that's a. That's what I yelled. Yeah. I actually, that's actually yelled when I saw that. Fuck you, Ewan McGregor. It's either Big Dick or Obi-Wan. You pick. <laughs> Actually, I would have both. He wasn't holding a lightsaber. He was holding his dick. The no, I mean, time. the lightsaber <laughs> handle was pale in, in comparison. It just couldn't measure up. So Obi-Wan and Magneto. Yep. Good job. They're going to have a cock-off. <sighs> is, is, is that what Weenie does? You, get, you know what I heard about Don Johnson? <laughs> Tiny Don. Oh, no. Don. Huge, huge. Tuna can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a tuna can, huh? Well, it's just not so much length, it's the girth. Apparently. Jesus. Ow! <laughs> it just sounds like it hurts. And uh, Liam Neeson, apparently. Bumblebee or Starkist? Chicken of the sea. Chicken of no, the hold on. Sea. Uh, not at Costco. Liam right. Neeson, oh, he's got a little bit thick. He's a little thick. He's a, apparently. He's a grower, not a shower. He's Dr. Martin Harris. Apparently he's a shower, and he punches wolves. Anyway, Michael Fassbender. With his dick. I should go look at my dick. Wow, that was a hell of a tangent. Um, I'll be right back. I'm going to go look at my dick and figure out what kind of canned food it would be. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a beanie weenie. Oh, a a beanie weenie. (laughs) Gerber's carrots. Damn it. Spam. 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 It is kind of square. Cord beef. (laughs) It is a little square. I wanted beef for Actually, no, actually. Spam, that'd be too long. <laughs> it, but it is kind of square and wide. Mandarin oranges. What about a... Uh, probably like a sardine can. Sardine? <laughs> tomato paste. When you open your foreskin, you have tomato a little paste. key. It just comes across. Like a little tomato paste? <laughs> a little tomato paste one. I don't know why, but right now I just want to say Go-Gurt. I, <laughs> I don't know why. You guys, let's all go look at our dicks. Is that how <laughs> you squeeze it out? You go first. All right. Oh. <laughs> 
So Michael Fassbender. This Jeff's, is how I spent Jeff's, my weekend. <laughs> Jeff's looking like one of those fun-sized Pringle cans. Scott's all red. <laughs> oh. He's flushed. <laughs> No, I'm not. And you can't prove it because we're not on TV. <laughs> candy That's what Jeff's dick looks the, like. The, the small one stacks yeah, And it, it smells like, uh, like sour cheese. cream and onions. Too. Uh, unfortunately, mine sold like in that, the miniature Cajun. section at the uh, hobby store. Salt and Lifesavers. Lifesavers. Can I just say something right now? This is an award-winning podcast. Right. I agree, <laughs> sir. I heard Patrick Warburton's coming over later with another award. Is he going to give us another award? Yeah, he'll come over. Awesome. I, I thought he didn't leave his cave during the summer. He's out there somewhere. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, Michael Fassbender. Okay. Michael Fassbender. You know, I gave. You know, I was supposed to give David Letterman an award, right? Yeah. And David Letterman didn't come because he was in New York and we were doing it in L.A. Yeah. We, we, so he sent a lookalike. <laughs> really? Really? What? I'm totally serious. He sent a. He sent an acceptance video, and then I'm standing on the stage, and our publicist had not told me that the lookalike was going to show up. <laughs> Hilarious. So yes, I gave the award to a lookalike to Alfred E. Newman. It Did was, he actually look like him? Yeah, how close kind of, was it? Kind of, it looked like a younger version. But when he came out, you went, no. Well, I knew it wasn't him, <laughs> but, I, but I'm still like standing there going, what the hell do I do now? <laughs> I'm um, bust his dick out. So Michael Fassbender. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're talking about him. Got to talk about dick talk. He is a fan of the Assassin's Creed games. Yep. And he is signed on to star in and produce yep. a movie Ooh. based question, on question Assassin's Creed. He's going to be the Assassin? Well, which assassin? He or will he play air barrel. I have that information. The thing with Assassin's Creed is that you 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 go back and inhabit the body of one of the different assassins, John Wilkes Booth. So, but the question is, are they going to be true to the game and have a hay bale conveniently placed at the base of every they tower? You I think he's going to be a hay bale. James Earl Ray. He is hung like a hay bale. Hung like a hay bale. Here it is. He will sure play. Hand, sure hand. He will play Desmond Miles. Okay. Yeah, help me. He's the main character that uh, is in modern day. He goes back through his ancestors' DNA to the assassins. So a, he's who it's really all about the entire series. A bartender who is a descendant of several lines of prominent assassins, which yep. means which means they can do, they could actually do the entire Assassin's Creed story. Oh yeah, by having him play. Oh yeah, so, Desmond, so for sure makes perfect sense. The assassins are good guys. Mm, sometimes. Uh, the story weaves between modern day and ancient times as Miles squares off with the Knights Templar. Mm-hmm. There you go. So it'll nice. be off the first game. It'll be interesting to see how they deal with Jerusalem. That might be the first video game that's good. Video game movie? Yeah. Quick, someone give me the rights to that Sinead O'Connor song, Jerusalem. <laughs> Internet, I'm sorry if that was an old reference. What are you talking about? Alex Blood, go look it up. All right. Uh, who, let's is, see. who would actually be named Alex Blood? That has to be fake. No, he's, he, he, uh, he, 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 uh, he, Sent me a little a message, but it has to be a fake name. I don't know. It could be TV. TV. Want to talk TV a lot in the next episode, okay. by the way. But I've got some new information about the. Uh, and do you want to tell us about the assignment that you have for us? Because this is about Green Arrow. This is about the Green well, Arrow. Sometime I'm calling it Green Arrow. I know, All and right. he, did, he does dress, dress in green. He dress on green, and um, he paints uh, his face. Yeah. Well. Yeah, uh, we're going to do, in the paper, we're going to do a geek's guide to television, and y'all are going to give me a, like a one-paragraph review of uh, the Arrow after you see it, and then y'all are going to give me uh, some other sci-fi show that you like that maybe people don't know about. And we're going to put it in the paper, in the sltrib.com. In the newsy paper? 
So, in other words, what I have determined here is a way to make y'all do my work for me. I'm about to say, wait a minute. I'm so excited. I finally get to write a paragraph about Bill Bixby's The Magician. You are, aren't you? I'm going to write about the cape. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jimmy's not participating. I think Bill Bixby's The Magician was one of the best shows ever made. Does it have to be a sci-fi show that's on TV? It's something that they can watch now. A current show? What What if you can watch it on Hulu Plus? I would go for that. Okay. All right. Uh, this is uh, this is going to make you want to watch Arrow, I think. Arrow. Certainly. Uh, well, it's, but it's going to well, be good then, I guess. All right. Because I have little to no interest. There is a character, a reoccurring character. Not, uh, a, not a regular, but one who will be on an awful lot. Who? Well, the character is referred to as a well-dressed man. Uh-huh. Who is as mysterious as he is wealthy. He is an acquaintance of the Queen family, Oliver Queen, Green Arrow. And a prominent figure in Starling City. Okay. There's some speculation. This uh, might refer to uh, Stanley Dover Sr., a character in the Green Arrow comic. But it will be played. It will be played by who? John Barrowman. Torchwood. Captain oh, really? Jack. Oh. My favorite. Oh shit! Now my uh, wife's going to want to watch that. Captain piece of Jack. Shit is going to be a reoccurring character on nice. the Green Arrow He's show. He's a super so nice that, man. I guess that means Maybe. Torchwood didn't work out. I love him. I doubt we'll see Stan- him Stan- Actually, I read Stan- a thing in that Entertainment Weekly that was just out with Doctor Who saying they want to do more Torchwood. It's just that guy that makes him is just, he takes forever to do things. He has a lot going on. Yeah. Russell Davies? Uh, let's see. I've got uh, one more bit of casting news, and then we uh, we need to open up our prizes, our surprises that Ooh. we have. Hooray. We have surprises. Uh, uh, we have surprises. Jimmy got a big surprise for us. I don't uh, know what it is. Doesn't know what it is. I don't know, but if we're going back to that whole discussion we're having earlier about things hitting the side of the bathtub. <laughs> the big surprise. If it's, it's a, a big <laughs> surprise. If it's a fucking canned sandwich, I'm going to throw it at your face. I heard all <laughs> oh, that. God. You and McGregor? I kind of liked those. Uh, yeah. One more bit of casting <laughs> Seriously? News. Does the casting? inside of your mouth burn? No. No. <laughs> there, I just have, a lot of Mountain Dew? I have incredibly low expectations. Oh, there you go. Uh, they're going Useful. They're going forward with Kick-Ass 2. Yeah. Yay. The, the, the movie. The movie. Why? That's a good question. The, the, why? The, the, the first one more than broke even once it hit Did DVD. It? Okay. Yeah. And uh, so uh, the cast is uh, more and more... Coming out, I, as far as I know, they still haven't cast the uh, female ex-Soviet bodyguard. I'm going to be interested to see who they cast for that. But uh, John Leguizamo Ooh, is, really? going, is going to play Javier, the bodyguard, to Christopher Mintz-Plasse's returning bad guy, Red Mist, or Motherfucker, Motherfucker. As, as the character is now called. <laughs> Speaking of so, terrible video game movies. There geez. you go. So there's a bit of casting news. All right. All right. I've got some stuff. But is his name Motherfucker Jones? Motherfucker Jones. That's uh, that I want to open. <gasps> oh fuck off! That when did that here. come in? Why did those come out? Uh, uh, I think it's just this, and I think uh, Mrs. So, Monarch's out. So far, this is the only one that is out at Doctor Volts. Um, and I think they have some if Easy they haven't Jeff. sold out. Easy Jeff. This is uh, Venture Brothers. Uh, how many inch would you say that is? That's three point seven five. Three point seven five. It's eight inch in internet inches. Um, he, he's in scale actually compared to Doctor Venture. He's almost an inch taller. Brock Sampson. <laughs> yeah, nice. Of the Venture Brothers. So uh, uh, if you would if you would like to uh, carefully open that, Mister Cade. 
Oh. And be sure, as we all do when we open our toys, smell. Gotta smell this breathe <laughs> deep the, the toxic paint Good from point. China. Price, toxic I, would like to, I would like to point out, knowing what the what the manufacturer's price on this is, mm-hmm. uh, Dave's pricing this quite reasonably. That's good. Oh, uh, speaking of which, speaking uh, I of... Love uh, these, I love these little guys. Speaking of Dr. Volts and priced reasonably, he got a shit ton, like two more boxes than... He, he was anticipating of the Nickelodeon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys. Those look so good. Those are good looking. So I don't so like the April O'Neil. That's the only one I don't care about. But but, yeah. but he got to price them lower than the store would normally be able to. So wow. I think they're eight or nine bucks. Are you low. excited about the new Teenage? Because I've seen some. I clips. am actually. Yeah, I think it looks good. It and, looks fun. And those okay. action figures are beautiful. There, yeah. there is a Have lot. Have you seen that they actually re-released the old ones? Like yes, the, I thought those were kind of cool. Yeah, too. those uh, Toys R Us has a big yeah. uh, display of those. There, there is a lot of PVC in this. Oh, good. So and they sample a- enough from the original um, uh, song that, of course, Chuck Lorre will be making more money. Yeah. Uh, these Smell that. these Smell are also that. I got at Doctor Bowl. Tokidoki's. Tokidoki's. Oh shit! Look who you got. And uh, they're little like oh. super deformed uh, Marvel characters. Oh man! Oh, that's so cool. there's Vision. Nice. They're keychains. Yeah. That's or or cool. fobs, you can hang them on your... I have a, I have a Thor hanging off my uh, light switch at home. I put them on uh, zippers on uh, like luggage and stuff. I put, I put them on the zippers on my pants. Yeah. Shannon Tug, has a big Thor. Cool. Tug on Thor and... Okay, there's a little Ooh. Iron Man. Oh my god, look what? at how cute that is. Little Iron Man. Oh, look at him. He's adorable. And uh, Jimmy, go over and get your surprise and we'll start that. So how much uh, do these uh, Tokidokis run? Uh, these, I don't I know. Think they're like three ninety nine, four ninety nine. Yeah, cool. And they have them at uh, Dr. Volts? Dr. Volts. And, oh, that's uh, where I'm know, going after the show. This, uh, They're really cool. And, oh, Dr. Octopus. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, Dr. Octopus. How about that? That one's awesome. I would like to keep the Iron Man, but you guys can fight over the other two. Uh, can I have the vision? You can have the vision. I have Spider-Man. Can I have the Doctor? Doctor Octopus. Okay, you can have the look, Doctor. Oh, his, his face is pretty good. So there's oh, a, look. In his hands, he's got... In his things, he's got money. There's 10 points of, artic- 10 parts of articulation. A on newspaper. And for oh, really? some reason, he's got yeah. a hamburger. There might be 11, <laughs> he's hungry. but Lee George Cade can't count that high. With his oh, phone, so. that's mean. Now, what do, you, what do you have, Jimmy? This is... Uh, well, when I was at uh, Comic-Con, uh, one, of the, one of the great contacts I met out there is a guy named Greg from uh, Gentle Giant. And if you guys don't know about Gentle Giant, I know Gentle Giant. Oh. Most geeks should know Gentle Giant because uh, yeah. Carrie has decorated his entire basement with basically what they've done is uh, the Star Wars line that yeah. they've done. What's, is, what's the process, Lee, that they use to uh, well, they take a, a, a an action figure and and they make the mold out of that action figure. What is that? Uh, I think it's rotoscoping, but rotoscoping? I can't remember. I can't yeah. remember exactly. They're magic. I think it's called magic. Because rotoscoping might also be an, an animation thing. I'm not sure. It, 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 it rotoscoping in is, animation is when they take live action and yeah. animate over it. Well, yeah, this, so the, I'm getting my turns. It's very similar to rotoscoping, yeah. but yeah, they... But they they, they took, take a 3D digital... They took the old action figures of the old classic 1977 yeah. Star Wars figures and oh, recreated them. Made them big. Sca- scaled them up. And made them big. Is they it, used the Invigonator. So that gentle that, giant PETA's manufacturing... Not PETA, but WIDA's uh, manufacturing yeah. company down there. Mm-hmm. In, in, yeah. And so, so the, the R2-D2 from 1977, which was like two inches... Is now how big would you say yeah, that by is? Eight or, or nine? Yeah. Well, the thing so with the thing with action figures in the first place. Inches. I mean, if you ever if you ever get a chance <laughs> to to see video of the original prototypes that they make of the toys, yeah. they're usually four times the size of what you end up getting. So mm-hmm. they once they get done tooling everything, they they end up being a lot smaller. But your your three and three quarter inch action figures are close to a foot tall when but they first design them. I mm. I promised myself I was only going to buy two. <laughs> Which were? 
which were R2 and 3PO. Yeah. I was just going to start with one, the Jawa. Right. And then I went. you got a personal connection to that figure. And then I went, okay, R2 and 3PO. Yeah. And then the Stormtrooper came in, and I went, okay. Right. Sound bitch. <laughs> and then I hear that the Blue Snaggletooth is being Blue made. Blue Snaggletooth. And then. I the, wavered on Lando. The, can, uh, the Cantina. I, like, I ordered Yoda. Don't the, know why. They're I great did. figures. That Yoda's really awesome, though. I lost the orange snake on my Yoda on the airplane traveling down to visit my grandma. Oh, that's terrible. So, but anyway. along with Gentle Giant, also, they, I mean, with these awesome Star Wars toys, they also have like really cool mini bust. Oh, or, yeah. or, or and the well, bust and full on statues. Yeah, yeah. yeah they make yeah. some cool they, shit. They're coming out with one. I can't, if they said it to me, I'll laugh my ass off. But it's a red skull. Beautiful detail. And he's sitting there just holding the cosmic cue ball. That's cool. Oh, it looks cool. badass. I think it comes out in a month or so. But they've got stuff from Lord of the Rings. They got some Mars Attacks ones uh, recently. A lot of cool Marvel ones. They got a great uh, Ghost Rider figure. They yeah, a full size diorama of Weathertop from Lord of the Rings. The, uh, yeah. it's, the, it's one of the coolest things the I saw. The stuff out there. ain't cheap, but boy, it's it's, but it's, it's awesome. Awesome. Oh, and I mean, they also did the, uh, the they also do the awesome. uh, full size replicas of weapons. So they mm-hmm. had the um, the the big baby from Hellboy Two. Yeah. yeah, and the the Samaritan gun. So they do so, great uh, stuff. So Greg sent me a package. Sent a gift. And it's just sent a gift, and it just says Kenner Gentle Giant Limited 2012 exclusive. exclusive. I have no idea what's in it. I think Ooh. it's one of the big Star Wars figures. Well, and, I, and I have an idea of what it might be. I do too, but... Well, open that shit. Open that shit. Open it. And, and, and by the way, while you're doing that... Uh, I gonna, think it's a 12-inch Asaz Ventress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to make a plea, and Scott Pierce will hate me for doing this, but go to seat. Uh, www.cityweekly.net Oh, to, yes, yes. To, to vote for, vote in their City Weekly Artie's Awards, you have to vote for three. But please, to vote for Geek Show's good friend, John McAfee, for, tattoo, tattoo for best tattoo artist. He's the official yeah. uh, geekshowpodcast.com tattoo artist. Uh, you can vote for, you can also vote for uh, Jimmy's wife, Kat. Yes. And, and Kat's art. Do it. All Are right. Are you guys ready? Let's see what you I got. See what it is. It's the blue snaggle tooth. Blue snaggle tooth. <laughs> oh, look at that! Oh my god! And he's huge. I have the original blue snaggle tooth. If you'd like to see it yeah, and compare, they, there's, oh. there's, they even have a picture of the cantina set on the back. Yeah, that well, horrible see, cardboard cantina set. Now this it, is they're, you know, they're, they're, they're coming out with a big version of it. Holy shit! A scale okay. one. This my grandpa. My grandpa. Beautiful. When I was 11 years old, my grandpa got the full on uh, at the Kmart on Redwood Road. He got the full on. Uh, the first power sales pitch I've ever given a human being over that stupid ca- cardboard cantina set. But, but by it's the way, it's going to be so hard to pass on the land. Is that the Gamorrean Gamorrean guard? Is that the Gamorrean guard too? <laughs> Look, if you're going to have one vice in your life, besides yeah. vice. Let, me, let me just pitch this. <laughs> we do a TV series, Keeping Up with the Calrissians. That's all. All right. Um, that's beautiful. Thank. Would you thank uh, Greg? Greg from Greg uh, Gentle Giant. Yeah. Thank you so much, Greg. God damn. I, I wonder, that's beautiful. I wonder that's if awesome. when they make the Gamorrean Guard, when they turn around and decide to do the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves set, if they just put the. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, when Kenner did all the uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves figures, they they repurposed a bunch uh-huh. of Return of the Jedi figures, yeah. and the Gamorrean Guard was Friar Tuck. Tuck. Yeah. So that poor fat fuck, he got his he got his head put on a Gamorrean Guard's body. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was insulting. It was fla- it was actually flattering. When we get finished yeah. with this, I'll go get the blue snaggle tooth out of my collection, and oh, I'll show you how accurate. That's really cool. Ow, how accurate this stuff is. <laughs> all right, uh, let's uh, wrap things up. DVDs and games. Who's first? I got, I'm ready to go. Go for it. All right. Uh, first one. Okay. It's, we had a meeting the other day with the Utah Film Critics Association, and we were talking about kind of what's already. Where get, did you get, find a phone booth? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. To meet in. 
Anyway. Sorry, uh, Alex he's Blood. He's so old. But one of the films oh, that kind of kept popping up is uh, Jack Black in Bernie. Now, if you haven't seen Bernie... Oh, oh, this is uh, where he's a killer. He's, he's uh, a killer. It's a true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's Bern- It's uh, Jack Black. It's Shirley MacLaine and uh, Matthew, Matthew, McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. And it's Jack Black tolerable, yes. right? Where to, no, where not even tolerable. Really good. Oh. Not surprised. Like he's got, like he's going to get post-season uh, awards. I could see him get nominated for like Golden Globe, like comedy... You think? Oh, easy. Wow. Yeah, okay. he's really good. In and it. that's on DVD Tuesday? And that's on... Uh, I have a few things that go with this next one. Uh, so Sasha Baron Cohen came out with a movie called The Dictator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the package that I received with the Blu-ray was uh, about over a million dollars worth of uh, Wadia money <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a really uh, a letter that's actually kind of fun. Take, I, that, uh, take that down on cosplay night and uh, make it rain. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the letter that came with it real fast. Uh, my beloved friend and puppet of the Zionist-controlled Western media, Jimmy, I am writing to thank you in advance for your five out of four star review of the upcoming Blu-ray DVD editions of my film, The Dictator. Yeah. I, I regret that I cannot be there in person to guide you during your reviewing process. However, the guards currently posted outside your home and office are there to help you to make the right choices. Please do not feel in any way pressured to write favorable things. You are, of course, completely free to say whatever you wish, just as John Lennon was free to refuse my father an autograph in 1980. JFK was free to refuse him a nuke in 1963. Funny. And Marilyn Monroe was free to refuse him a BJ in 1962. <laughs> That's hilarious. He never met Princess Diana. <laughs> Honest. Uh, I look forward to having your complete unbiased and overwhelmingly positive review of my DVD and Blu-ray. They will be uh, released on August 21st as your family's. Well, that's up to you. Um, (laughs) P.S. Are you going to Sadiq Gaddafi's uh, Labor Day uh, party in the Hamptons? If so, are you going to wear white? I always feel so overdressed. (laughs) I I love when people get kind of creative with their with their releases. So that if only the movie was good. I liked the movie. You liked it okay? Yeah. Jeff didn't care for it. When a it. movie opens up with uh, In Loving Memory of Kim Jong-il. That's, that's, fun. Fun. that's, that's the funniest joke in the movie. Oh, I liked it. All right. Loan it to me when you're done. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there was uh, an Iranian film that was uh, nominated for Best uh, Foreign Language Film. I think it won, actually, called A Separation. It did. Which is really good. Uh, <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. and Dolph Lundgren. Man, they make what? movies. Called One in the Chamber. Uh, uh, 50, <laughs> I like this cast better. 50 Cent, Forrest Whitaker, and Robert De Niro. I love De Niro's getting divorced, so he's just taking everything he can. Uh, free- she's taking everything she can. Exactly. Freelancers. Uh, Disney's coming out with Chimpanzee. Actually, Disney's coming out with a lot of uh, old releases on Blu-ray now. The Rescuers, uh, 35th anniversary edition is on Blu-ray. Oh, wow. Which has The Rescuers and The Rescuers Down Under. God, that makes me feel old. <laughs> I hope my age isn't showing. Oh, Alex. Uh, Pocahontas, two movies, special edition, Pocahontas, and uh, the sequel. The Aristocats is now on Blu-ray. Oh, oh. God. How old is that? 72. I don't know. It doesn't say it. it's not an anniversary edition. You, you, it's 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 early seventies. Early seventies. It's old. Uh, the wow. Tigger movie, Lady and the Tramp two are all. The what movie? The Tigger. Oh. Okay. Lady and <laughs> the Tramp two, Electric Boogaloo. Right. My uh, my Tigger. All right. <laughs> Goodwill Hunting is on Blu-ray. Stephen King's Thinner. Mallrats is on Blu-ray. Ah, Stink Palm. Uh, this one, I think it might be an import, but it's on Blu-ray now. So the only way to get it is Barton Fink, which is a great Coen Brothers movie. We're gonna break into the theater and watch Barton Fink. <laughs> it's an R-rated movie, Bart. Barton uh, Fink. War Bart Games Fink. is on Blu-ray. War Games, I love that movie. Halloween four and five are now on Blu-ray. That last time you shot understood in, computers. Shot in Salt Lake. Uh, <laughs> that, that Darren Reed. I like this. In, huh? It's a, a film set with twelve different sp- uh, spaghetti westerns in it called Ten Thousand More mm, Ways to Die. Spaghetti. Uh, House Season 8, <laughs> oh, which is the final season. I like the first one with William Cat. I'm Hal. Yeah. Oh, no. There was a TV series based on that wonderful show about the haunted house? 
House? House? Yeah. No, no this is about a doctor. William Cat was in the oh, first one. It's, it's the grumpy oh. doctor. He's cranky. Oh, grumpy doctor. Oh, oh the it's one the cranky based doctor that's the same episode over and over and over again? It's, yes. It's never lupus. <laughs> I drink every time. All right. Uh, Shannon will be excited that Mike and Molly season two is now out. Oh, I love those fat fucks. <laughs> <laughs> the Adventures of 1010 season three, Perry and Mason. 1010. 1010. 1010. Uh, Perry and Mason season seven, volume one. Vice, or, uh, Scott will know that one. Electric wow. Boogaloo. Uh, NCIS season nine. Jesus, those things keep coming out. But that thing is still a monster hit. It's astonishing. NCIS Los Angeles season three. It's Re- so weird that those are hits, but it's like I one like, of those ones that I don't know a person. That I, like watches. Yeah. I like. I don't anybody. I like NCIS Atlantis. But NCIS is not. It, it isn't. It is not an old person show, which is the most astonishing thing to me. The demos are are better than anything they put huh. up against it. Hmm. Uh, Revenge, season one. Okay, this you need to watch. This is such fun. I love the Revenge. Okay. <laughs> is that, oh, that's not the one with uh, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller, is it? No, no. Which one is that one? Glenn Close, right? That was, that was awful. Um, <laughs> Ringer. Ringer. It's called Ringer. Pap Smear. Revenge, come on. There's a line at the end in the last episode where where the main character's friend says, you know, you're not going to go do anything revenge are you? <laughs> come on. This is great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Closer, season seven. Uh, it's about a guy who closes doors. Right. That's the last season. OCD. The Superhero Squad show, The Infinity Gauntlet, Volume 4, is now out. Oh, this is the super deformed Marvel characters. The, the yeah. squatties. The squatties. And then... Uh, I dropped my Infinity Gauntlet. Let's see, two things I'd actually forgotten. Uh, a great movie called Kill List, which is now on a... Kill uh, who? Kill List. It's on a, It's on the IFC channel. You can find it. it it's about uh, a bride who wants to take revenge on the composer Franz List. <laughs> Sorry, that was uh, a long ways to go. Wow! Woo! Nah, um, my, my favorite title Sorry, of the week. Internet. <laughs> my favorite title of the week is "The Life and Death of a Porno Gang." Oh no, that's a horrible movie. <laughs> that is a horrible, horrible movie. And last but not least, uh, the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers season one, volume one. You, uh, you I used to have a you, crush on the Pink Ranger. You, you, watch, you watch "Life and Death of a Porno Gang" if you really want to see a woman give head to a horse. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wait, what was it called again? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you borrow note, it. <laughs> note to self. Games. Uh, pretty big week, actually. Oh, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3, the HD versions for your PS3 or your Vita. So those are good. Uh, Sniper Ghost Warrior 2 for the mm. PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Way of the Samurai 4 for the PS3. Ghost mm-hmm. Dog. Transformers Fall of <laughs> Cybertron, which mm-hmm. looks pretty cool. I played that at Comic-Con. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's going to be out on Problem everything. Problem is they made Jimmy turn into a car. Thanks for the booze. I thought that was cool. (laughs) Jimmy Grimlock. All right. Uh, You got the Dark Souls Prepare to Die Edition for the PC. That's that really, really hard game for PS3 that everyone liked because it was so hard. I don't like games like that, though. I kept singing You've Got the Touch. See? At the Transformers party. (laughs) You got the touch. And the DJ played it, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, New Super Mario Brothers 2 for the 3DS, so a new Mario game. And then this one I've been looking forward to for a while, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. It's a new Counter-Strike game from Valve. Oh, nice. So multiplayer only. I think it's only only going to be like 15 bucks on Xbox, PS3, and PC. No, oh, that's Just not bad. straight shoot em up multiplayer. Is it a download? Yep, downloadable. Cool. I, I've been playing the most maddeningly frustrating MMORPG ever made. It's Remark. so good. Which one? Secret World. Oh, I've read a lot about it's, that. It's, uh, it's kind of revolutionary in what it's doing with this type of gameplay, but basically take every secret society, conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. you name it. Templar, Illuminati, And just set it in, modern, in the modern world. <laughs> and uh, there's nothing like basically showing up in some tiny island in Maine where the fog just came in and brought everything from the deep with it. Yeah. It's, it's a really 
terrifyingly challenging game, though. There, there are times I've when I just it. want to smash my yeah. head into the computer. Because it's pretty fun. Richard Belzer would love it. It's 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 terrifying. Who did uh, the Secret Six comic last year? Ah, uh, uh, it was was it Gail? It was, it was Gail Simone. Okay, um, she has a Kickstarter going right now. Oh wait, I hate DC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's called uh, I think it's called Escape or Last Exit to uh, Metropolis or Megalopolis or something like that. Look look Gail Simone up on Kickstarter because they're they're actually self publishing their own uh, graphic novels now, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's a pretty kick ass book. And she's really funny. Follow her on Twitter. I think Shannon had a comics recommendation too. I do. What's up? Uh, so Jason Aaron, who mm-hmm. I know you love. I do. I do. You know, he's been writing The Hulk. Yes, I've been enjoying the Stay Angry story. Okay, line. that's what I was going to recommend. Holy, because yeah. I was going to demand that you read it if you I haven't. Oh, I have been. Okay, so here's what's been going on with The Hulk. Uh, when he started writing the, the series, basically what happened is uh, Hulk <laughs> goes to Doctor Doom and basically has him hack Banner right out of his brain. Cut him right out of his brain. Yeah, <gasps> physically. Separate them. Yeah. Physically right? cut the parts of Banner out of his brain. Right. And separate okay. them. And separate them. And so they're two different people now. They're, there's the Hulk and there's Banner. And what? Hulk's, Physically. Hulk's okay. Banner's ha- has a hard time and basically turns into an evil... Evil scientist. Su- evil super genius villain. Banner because does? The, yeah. Because well, the Hulk's what? the dark side of his psyche. Right. Yeah. So, but and he's trying to get the Hulk back and he's on this island. He's trying to, to make himself back into Hulk. And he's making basically Hulk versions of Dr. Moreau's animals. Yeah, so it's, oh, like, wow. it's, it's like the island of Dr. Moreau yeah. Hulk style. Yeah. What? So okay, finally, I need to read this. This lady comes, uh, who's just who's working with Igor, just killed a bunch of Frankenstein's. We need to go kill Banner, right? So fi- anyway, that's the first part of the story. So he goes. They think he kills Banner. He kills Banner with a gamma bomb. He thinks. Kills well, his body. There's a pile of ashes yeah, that they yeah. put in a coffin and Banners, kick out into the sea. Right. Physical body is gone. Turns out the gamma bomb refused Hulk and Banner. Yep. Banner is still an insane, evil super genius. So, but, ev- here's, but here's the twist. Every time the Hulk calms down, he turns into Banner. And Banner, and Banner goes, does some fucked up goes shit. Goes out and does <laughs> fucked up oh, shit. Wow. Right? And so, he so, has to so, stay, so that's the storyline. Stay, stay so angry. It's what? A, it's a complete role reversal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because uh, the Hulk it, doesn't know what Banner's going to do. So, so, at one point, cool. so at one point to stay angry, he has the Punisher shoot, shoot him, him in the, the face, face repeatedly. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what? He's like, I, Frank, I need you to shoot me in the face. I got to stay angry. You Do wouldn't, it now. You wouldn't like me when, when I'm, I'm not, not angry. angry. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That's cool. So, but it's really, it's just so well written, and it's it cr- it's bug fuck crazy. It is. It's 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 a great storyline. So I'll uh, seek it out. Stay angry. Well, uh, just let me say what happens basically is it'll go through a, a storyline, and Banner's just kind of fucking with the Hulk, right? And it'll something will happen. It'll like he gets shot in the face with a heroin gun at one point, <laughs> yep. and it calms him down. And then the next thing, the next uh, at the end of the issue, he wakes back up and he's in some crazy situation, like he's in Atlantis or he's floating in space. Yeah. So Banner's doing all this shit, getting and to the, the Hulk place doesn't know what he's doing. Right, and but getting to the place where only the Hulk can get him out, mm-hmm. and then oh, allows wow. the Hulk to wake <laughs> and up. Wake, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it is good. Such as waking up in a long dormant Soviet space station, which is inhabited by cybernetic space bears. Yeah. <laughs> I am sold. What? It is. It's, it's, uh, it's issue seven. 
7.1. Just and I think and yeah. the last issue that came out was 12. Yep. Just go down to Dr. Volts or your local comic shop and say you want the Stay Angry uh, story. So there's, there's been like five so far. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's really good. Just start with Jason Aaron's run on the Hulk. Just because yeah. that guy is just amazing. <laughs> if you can't make it to Dr. Volts, use Dr. Volts' uh, Comixology. Their, yeah. their portal on Comixology. Yes. So this is supposed to be posted on the 20th, like if Tony doesn't screw it up or something. Oh, it'll be uh, fine. Jesus it'll be Christ. fine. Yeah. I'm so mad at you, Tony. <laughs> on Wednesday. On Wednesday, the twenty second, on Sci Fi, there's a show called Paranormal Witness, and this week's episode involves the haunted Capitol Theater in Salt in Lake. Salt Lake. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. And I talked to two people this week who seem like one of them is a cop, and the other one is like the financial guy down there, and they are absolutely convinced that the place is haunted. Oh, yeah. And they seem like normal, rational people. It is haunted. Uh, they uh, they talked about cool. that many times yeah. with the opera. Yeah, I believe. Because I have a recommendation. Those were real. Mm-hmm. All right. We gotta cut it off here, but go ahead. Okay, uh, you know who Max Landis is—the guy that wrote Chronicle. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. he wrote a fan fiction story a couple of years ago that featured the Shocker and Rhino in the Spider-Man universe, and I stumbled upon it on Reddit. And it's like a full-length novel size on a website that I'll post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It is awesome. I mean, but, but by the way, this is also the guy that did the Death of Superman short too. Okay, oh, yeah. okay, all right. So he he basically takes Shocker and Rhino and makes them want to go legit. And so they become superheroes, and I it's about their this. their transformation from being small time crooks to heroes trying to solve this huge conspiracy mystery going on, where uh, where people take over villains and control their minds and make them basically become puppets. And it, let me tell you, it is very very cool. I've never read any fan fiction because I've always heard it's really lame, hmm. and but it's I, filled with gross sex. Yeah, exactly, and it usually goes really nasty. This one though is. I can't put it down. I'm halfway through it, and it's awesome. All right. Thank you very much. Woo. Let's uh, call it good, Mr. Uh, Mr. B. Uh, open more ham away from the microphones. Away <laughs> from the microphones. <laughs>